If there's one thing you and I need to come to terms with is that man was not created to die. Man was designed to live forever. Man was designed to live. Period. Can you imagine God creating something to die? Can you imagine God creating something with a shelf life? Can you imagine God creating man in his own image and likeness to eventually die in the end? Again, we need to go back to the original design, to the original plan of God, to find out exactly what God designed, why he designed it that way, and what was his plan. Because his plan never changes. His plan does not get altered. His plan is perfect. God does not have any plan B. And I love the way God designs things, such that even though their things get messed up, we see in the book of Revelation and we see how God prophesied that everything will come full circle back to his original design. We see in the Garden of Eden how God created man in his own image, in his own likeness, and he gave him rule and dominion over all creation. The makeup of man is spirit, soul, and body. So first God formed man of the dust of the ground, then he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. We see in Genesis chapter 2, we see God created the heavens and the earth, we see God created man of the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Dust of the ground was created. The body was a created entity. The spirit, which is the breath of life, was put into that created entity, which is the body that we have today. And the link between the spirit and the body is the soul. Man became a living soul spirit and body it was never designed for spirit and body to be separated it was never designed for man to be without a body that uh, we would one day die and go into heaven and live in heaven forever it was not designed that way it was never supposed to be that way man was designed as a, f a spiritual being in a physical body governing over physical creation a new dimension that god had created our body is the contact point between the spirit and the natural we are spiritual beings making a physical presence here in this physical reality, in this physical dimension. And man is a living soul. It means that the soul receives its information, or at least was initially intended to receive its information from the spirit, from a relationship with the father. Which is why we see God fellowshipping with Adam and Eve in the garden. That relationship was meant to be the source of man's governance over all creation. In effect, we are spiritual beings created between heaven and earth, between the spiritual realm and the earthly physical realm as portals of life towards a physical dimension, to a physical reality. Man, the soul, started receiving information from the physical realm. Instead of delivering information, delivering uh, rule, delivering spirit, delivering life from the spiritual realm into the physical realm. The soul started receiving information from the, spirit, uh, from the physical realm and the physical realm told him who he was. Like we saw in the garden, Eve saw the fruit, it was good for food, it was good to look at and she thought it would make her wise and so she ate of it. And that's exactly the pattern that the world follows today. This is what will happen to you if you do this. This is what will happen to you if you do that. If you eat this, you'll be healthy. If you don't, you'll fall sick, stuff like that. And we, the uh, man has been subjected to being governed by the physical realm. 
instead of the other way around. So the soul receives information from one of two places in this current state. Either we receive information from the Father who gives us our identity. We receive, spirit, we, receive, we receive information from Jesus who tells us who we are. We receive information from the Holy Spirit who is life and power and abundance. Or we receive information from the world, from our five senses which tell us that either you can see, taste, hear, smell or feel. And we believe that kind of information and we call it as it is. It wasn't designed to be that way. We were always designed to have a life that is an overflow of our relationship with God. So what Jesus did was that he came and he destroyed every effect of the flesh. He took the old Adam and crucified it. He took the old nature and he crucified it on the cross. The old man is nothing but a belief system that dictates your identity. It is the old way of thinking. It is the way of thinking where the world tells you who you are. It is the way of thinking where your flesh tells you who you are, where what you do defines you. That is the old man. And Jesus took that old man and nailed him to the cross. He came as the first Adam and he crucified the first Adam. And he rose again after he died as the new Adam, the second Adam, the last Adam. Our soul is our personality, our identity. It's who we are. And we can allow either God to tell us who we are or we can allow the world to tell us who we are. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. See what it says. Therefore, if any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, look, see, all things are new. And all things are of God. And all things have been reconciled to God. When Jesus said, it is finished, he literally meant, it is finished. There is nothing left of that old man. There is nothing left of that old nature. There is nothing left of that old identity to dictate the, who you are. Now we need to understand, the, the man is not just body. He's not just spirit. He's not just soul. Man is spirit, soul and body. So let's see what Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 23 has to say. It says, Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. We have been made righteous. We have been made holy exactly as Jesus is. Paul, when he spoke to the jailer, he said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be safe. Jesus destroyed the power of death once and for all. The Bible says it is appointed for man to die once. And Colossians chapter 3 says, You are dead. You have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Jesus died on the cross, we died with him. When he was buried, we were buried with him. When he rose from the dead, we rose from the dead with him. When he ascended on high, we ascended on high with him. He became all that we were and we are all that he is now. He became us at the cross. He took everything that separated us from our Father in heaven and reconciled us back to God. So Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. Christ lives in me. So you and I already died. That appointment to die once already happened. We died in Christ and we rose as a new creation. If you didn't die, you could not get born again. You had to die to get born again. And so you and I are born again into a new life and this life has no death. 
the moment we receive that revelation we start walking in the newness of that life we start being regenerated into the newness of that life we start re- being renewed in our mind by the holy spirit of god who was given to us to teach us and to raise us up as sons of god and the holy spirit keeps on reminding us he keeps on ch- telling us that we are the sons of abba father he we are the sons who cry out abba father and he is the spirit of adoption he is the spirit who tells us who we are and the more we come to terms with that the more we start agreeing with what he's saying the more we start renewing our mind that we are sons of god and our death has already taken place and there is no more death for us because god is bringing back all things into its original purpose into its original design we are coming back full circle into into the original design of god amen that's amazing i believe if we if we renew our minds if we really understand why god made you how he designed you what your makeup is and how he originally planned things and when we get in line with what he originally designed we will be conformed into his image we will walk in his original plan and purpose and we will see the way he sees we will live the way jesus lived god wants us to know who we are he wants us to know our identity in him see what it says in second corinthians in second corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18 it says while we do not look at the things that are seen in other words the the visible realm the physical realm we are not called to look at the physical realm we are called to see the things that are not seen which is the spiritual realm because the spiritual realm is our reality because the things that are seen are temporary but the things that are not seen are eternal the things that are seen the physical realm is subject to everything that we dictate from the from our spiritual identity from the eternal realm we exist in an eternal realm man is made up of the spirit which is eternal your spirit never dies the spirit cannot die but from our spiritual nature from our spiritual habitation we dictate and change things and govern things and rule things in the physical realm the physical realm is subject to us it is subject to uh, to what we say and what we do and what we call it to be So in 2 Corinthians in uh, in chapter 3 and verse 18 it says but we all with an unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as from the Lord the spirit the more we spend time with Jesus the more we spend time with the father the more we behold them the more we become like him the more we see him the more we get our identity we get our identity from him when we come to realize this identity of ours everything in our lives just change amen so this is part of the know your identity series and look out for more videos that will be coming up soon and i'll see you in the next video